This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We all know somebody who's either had cancer or has lost somebody to cancer. I've lost grandparents myself and have a family member in the fight right now. So in May next year, I'm going to be raising money for Cancer Research UK and Marie Curie by taking part in the 2023 Swimathon. I'm going to be hauling my ass into the water and swimming 5k in an effort to raise as much as possible for these two superb charities. Times are really tough for us all right now, and obviously that extends to these charities. The work they do is invaluable in that fight. If you would like to help out in any way, please visit barapod.click forward slash donate to donate. Thank you. Today we will be discussing the two victories from the past week. We will be looking ahead to our tie with Barrow, and then we also will be reacting live to the FA Cup draw. Welcome to Barra Pod. Bursting from midfield is Massinho! Well, if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it! On Old Trafford Cracker, in front of the Stratford end. Anyway, Matt, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm just a little bit under the weather, unfortunately. Well, I hope um, that gets better soon. Cheers. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not too bad. It. It is the beginning of it, though. Like, I, um, my my daughter's had a cough over the weekend, um, and I was like, oh god, here we go. <laughs> <sighs> Just in time then, for Christmas. Right. Exactly. Uh, well, it should be cleared up by then. But um, then Good. last night I was very sort of sniffly, but I got up today and I felt fine. So you know, I've done my I've done my like two thousand meter swim today. Actually, 2,772 metres swim today, which is pretty nice. Um, Very specific. Uh, well, it's a 33-metre pool, so it, it will be a very odd specific specific number unless I do, like, a perfect round, like, 0, like, 10, 20, 30 lengths. Um, and even then, it's a bit... Some of the numbers will be a bit odd. But, um, yeah, so I felt fine. So I did that. Uh, but as soon as I got out got out of the shower afterwards, I was like, oh, that was a mistake. I was just very bunged up now. And ugh. <laughs> uh. Dear listeners, enjoy our mucus. Let's get on with uh, talking football. Oh, and then Arsenal. Arsenal Academy, <laughs> or Arsenal Under-21s, as they're known everywhere other than whoscored.com. Um, we beat them 3-2. Um, let's go through the sort of the order of the game. So... Uh, they, I feel like they did very much what the game kind of played out. Certainly, the first half kind of played out more or less how I 
how I assumed it was gonna gonna do and certainly how I sort of you know we were discussing it on the show last week that you know they are a very well organized uh team of um talented young men um but at times you could see that you could kind of see that they were still very young players and in the way they they defended kind of naively at times you know they 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 had long periods certainly in the first half they had long periods of possession uh where their backline was just sort of creeping forward and just sort of pushing forward a little bit and you just thought mm, if they keep that up they could be in trouble um uh but i thought they were very good first half i thought we were we just weren't at the races um they took the lead after six minutes. Uh, Nathan Butler, Oedeji. I hope I haven't butchered his name, and I apologise if I have. Um, he looks a good player. His, his position in all game was really good. Um, he's quick. Uh, he's obviously got a bit of an eye for, eye for goal. Um, so yeah, it was a. It, it, you know, he just sort of tucked tucked home a tucked home a uh, deflect was it a deflected shot. Or you know, say a blocked shot or something. I'm not quite sure. It was, there was a, certainly a shot from the uh, from from the from the winger. It was it was poor defending from Borough, but you know he did he he did the business. Um, and I felt the early goal was a li- it had it had the hallmarks of the Northampton game a little bit for me, where we conceded early and it kind of just rocked our confidence a little bit. It took us a little bit of time to get back get ourselves back into the game. Yeah, it sounded like they caught us a little bit cold, being quite a different sort of side to the side we're used to facing in the league, and uh, yeah. that extra bit of pace and zip and guile um, let them score early. And then the rest of the first half seemed pretty quiet and flat, um, which you know often is the case on a Tuesday night in these kind of minor cup competitions. Uh, there weren't many chances created, and... Uh, it felt like it could slide away in the direction that I feared it would in the previous pod, but credit to yeah. the players, they battled back in and it felt like, although Arsenal had some better technical players, perhaps, some pacier players, yeah. we had the better, well-organised, professional team and it was that yeah, organisation that saw through and allowed us to hold them at bay, find out their weaknesses and then capitalise on those and uh, score three goals which we've been talking about not taking enough chances, well they uh, did in this one and it was good to see a little bit of a higher conversion rate and it was nice to see that they weren't completely outpassed off the park either Yeah, no, I mean that's something that I certainly did fear that we, we would find with that game where where they um just the intense the intensity of the pass and the quick movement because you you are right i mean i don't think any of them were particularly slow um i mean particularly talking about uh like butler or deji uh, or Odeji, whatever his name is um him uh cozier dubry they were the um and then who was the other who was the other uh forward fella uh, I don't know. Their numbers are all over the place. Um, 
they were all they were their forward three were all very quick um and i think that we actually managed it quite well uh, other than other than sweeney's mistake that led to the goal um i think we managed it quite well where our our line of engagement for the defense was just a little bit a little bit further back than you'd normally find um and obviously that was to deal with the increased pace that we were we were facing and it and it seemed to work um i thought matt smith for them certainly in the first half and even in the second half at times completely bossed the midfield um we couldn't get near him for large parts of the game and when they were on top it was basically down to him he was he literally ran the the midfield single-handedly he is a cracking player absolute belter yeah there was a few good showings on they weren't there Arthur Reed had a good game uh, David Amu yeah. scored nice to see him finally getting involved a bit more um, yeah yeah I mean just right right place at the right time you know the ball the ball came in uh, from from the left um, the goalkeeper caught it and then spilled it literally onto Amu's foot um, but you know he's got to be there. He's got to be in that position to make make that make that count. And that's half that. Certainly for some strikers, that's half the battle, isn't it? Just being in the right place at the right time to tuck it away. It's not not. It's often referred to something as not something you can you can really teach. I don't necessarily agree with that, but the instinct is certainly not something you can really teach. And and the instinct to be in the right spot just to tuck it home certainly paid dividends there. Um, yeah, agreed. Sweeney's goal uh, was very good. Um, he yep. uh, the the the, cor- the corner came in from the left, and he just rose a foot higher than anybody else. And really, it, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a powerful header, but he just he just put it put it into a into into a spot where the goalkeeper couldn't really affect 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 it. You know, regardless of every gets a hand to the ball or not, it's going in there. I think the goalkeeper yeah. would have... And we've seen a lot of similar chances miss recently as well, so it's really nice to see yes, we someone have. bury Partic- one and bury particularly it from the likes, Yeah, particularly from the likes of Sweeney and um, Pidge, who are the main... main th- maybe not the main threats, because I think Danny Rose is our, the best... We all know that Danny Rose is the best player in the world in the air. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think... I think I think he's not our target man from corners, is he? We we are looking for Pidge and Sweeney. Um, it certainly looks like it, yeah. Uh, and then five minutes later, um, they scored. I mean, it's it's a fantastic, fantastically worked goal. They've got the ball on the right hand side of Cozia Dubri, who cuts it in field and gives it to. I, I don't know. I don't know who they gave it to. Uh, the young, I think it was the young kid that had come on. Um, had he come on yet? Actually, I'm not sure. Uh, and no, I don't think he had actually. Um, but they gave they 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 he he gave the ball in field to one of their centre midfielders. He then he then just held it up nicely, just for gave him time to get get free of Pidge. Um, started the ball back into Cozy Adubri, who just you know he had he had a lot to do with that finish, and he just passed it round, um, slotted it round Chapman really well. Um, you know, I don't rate I don't really rate. Um, Chapman all that high like he doesn't make a lot of mistakes but he doesn't make a lot of saves either like I think his save percentage 
should be higher. Um, he's fine for the cup competitions, I guess. But if we've got any real desire to go beyond the round of 16 against Portsmouth, who that's who we got drawn against, by the way. Uh, he probably doesn't start that game for me. Um, he's nowhere near as safe as Tay, is he? Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and we saw that in the FA Cup this weekend, didn't we? It was the first cup game that Tay Ashby Hammond started. And it tells us yeah. two things. One, how seriously Steve is taking the FA Cup compared with all the other ones we've played in so far. And two, it tells us that Chapman hasn't played at a level near enough to Ashby Hammond to be risked in the cup competitions that we actually care about. Yeah. And I just think the further we go in the Pizza Cup, is the further that the more likely it is that we're going to see Ashby Hammond. Because um, obviously, once you start getting to the later stages of that one, even if you're not a fan of it, you do want to win it, just for the prize money alone. Yeah, absolutely. And it's you know, it's about getting visibility for the club as well. We saw yeah. um, that uptick in the win this weekend. And, uh, you know, the more of that, the merrier, I'm sure, particularly as far as Phil's concerned. Yeah. And then uh, just just to wrap up the game, really, uh, Arthur Reed belting finish from 25 yards, literally a minute after they equalised. Um, the ball goes back. The, the ball went back to, to uh, Sweeney, and then instead of just humping it long, we played out. And literally a minute later, we've got a goal. It's fun, what, fun, fun, fun that, uh, you know, goals and good things can come of not giving the ball away so cheaply, isn't it? It's a classic case of uh, still celebrating your goal and not being with your head back in the game as well, wasn't it? You see it so many times and you see people on the sidelines pointing at their temples trying to get people back in the game, but not soon yeah. enough and they just yeah. stood off him and he slotted it away from, what, 20 yards maybe? Across the keeper into no, the far I, corner. I think it's, I think it was a nice 25. finish and I loved him afterwards. I loved him afterwards saying, oh yeah, I need to do that a little bit more often. And uh, yeah, sure. there's just a little bit of a when I get the chance to be on the pitch subtext to that, which uh, you know is fair enough the way he's played, but we don't see what's going on behind the scenes. No, you're right. We don't. We we don't. And I think I think you know. I think there's an. I've said it a couple of times now. I think there's a little bit of an attitude thing with him, uh, where maybe him and Evans don't quite see it eye to eye all the time. Um, that maybe informs some of the decision as to why he doesn't start as often as he does. Yeah, he, he he's also not as good as Gilby or Reeves, so that's that's a real sticking point. I think he could be. I think he could be if he can up his fitness levels. I think I mean, we've seen it two games in a row now where he's gone off around the eighty mark and he's looked absolutely fucked. <laughs> But you want that. You want someone who's run themselves into the ground and uh, you can't fault him for that. I think he does more no. like pressing and harrying and defensive stuff than you'd give credit for a player of yeah. his kind of it, stereotype. Yeah, it certainly makes a difference to him going off in the 60th minute looking absolutely fucked, I suppose. Yeah. Which I still think him and Reeves nice. are good um, like replacements of one another. And yeah. with the number of games we have and the squad depth we have, you need that... Um, one-two combination, and we have seen sure, that they can play together in the same midfield as well. Though the further I think the further we go in some of these cup competitions, the more we're going to see the likes of Arthur, Arthur Reed, because because like you said, you know you need that squad depth where 
we haven't always necessarily had it um, available in the past. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the that's the Pizza Cup. Um, I'm not really a massive fan of the competition, but we have been really good in it this season. We've beaten Peterborough. We've beaten uh, Wickham. Beaten Spurs under twenty ones. We've now beaten Arsenal under twenty ones. Um, it's a good little run, and it's good, and it's been it's been good for getting some of the players like you know like David Amu a bit more time, as well. Keeping the winning habit going is a good thing. It doesn't matter what the competition is. Sure, absolutely. Um, so on to Kings Lynn Town. Um, Now, I saw some tweets at half-time that seemed to suggest that it had been a very even first half. And that's not really what I thought of the game. I thought we were absolutely dog shit first half. (laughs) It was was even in terms of chances, I suppose. um, We had the couple from Jamie Reid, the strong penalty shot when he cut inside his man and got it was like, 100% like, taken out yeah Absolutely. and then he had two, that two things shot wrong. which was sorry go ahead I was about to say just sorry just about the penalty two things were really poor about that one the decision I mean the guys literally swept his legs out from under him and then the commentary whatever her name is Rachel whatever it is Brown um, Brown I don't mind her getting get like getting getting it wrong like the referee to begin with and going, Oh, I'm not sure it's a foul but then she sees a she sees the replay and then doubles down on the shit decision. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you you were lit you you heard her pause as as she's watching it back again, like all the rest of us, while the replay's on the screen. And she just doubles down and goes, No, it's not a penalty. It's okay to be wrong, you dickhead. Just admit it. I'd expect that sort of thing from someone employed by the NFL, but less so for uh, <laughs> someone employed by the BBC. You're meant to be neutral. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's po- it's piss, isn't it? Proper piss. Um, just just embarrassing that she's literally looking at the 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 uh, looking at the same replay as we are, and she can't see that she's wrong, or she's too too well, scared frust- to admit that she was wrong. Yeah. What frustrated me the most about that was. It felt like Reed cut inside to create the contact, contact to get the penalty shot. And what I want to see him doing there is getting a shot off on target from that close a distance. And it's yeah. it's disappointing seeing someone settle for the penalty shot because then you're always yeah. at the whim of the referee's decision. Take yeah. it into your own hands and get a shot off is what you want. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nod was in a such a good position as well to jump on a rebound or jump on a rebound. Because I mean, for me there. You've got two. You, I mean, like going, like looking for a penalty isn't even a isn't even a uh, a thought in my head. Like it's just not the type of player that I I ever was. I never thought about trying to win a penalty. Every every fiber of my being was about me me scoring a goal. Or it, yeah, if not and me, particularly when you see the goal he scores second else. half, where he takes Precisely, it around yeah. the guy and smashes it's, it into the It's a ball. really good example, actually. Yeah, but I'm thinking, I'm not thinking. I'm going to cut here. I'm thinking I'm drilling this across goal. From that position I would always go across goal because if I don't get it in if I don't score, if I've hit that ball hard enough, there's a good chance that's spilling uh, and I'm hoping my partner in attack is there or thereabouts. I don't mind people 
who say, oh no, in that position you, you need to go for near post. But for me, I'm, I've always thought a cross goal is it's it's not the first thought of the goalkeeper and you give yourselves a chance immediately to score a rebound. Whereas if you go near post, you might get a corner, it might get spilled at the near post, but if, if the goalkeeper parries it out in, into play, there's not going to be anyone there to follow it up. You're going to be the nearest person, but you've just had a shot. You're not going to be you're not really going to be on balance to go and follow it up. So I just think, have a dig, go across goal. Luke Norris was in a perfect position and there was no one within like two or three yards of him. So it's yeah, a shame, agreed. but it is what it, it is. What it is. Um, I just, yeah, I just thought Kingsley came out and we just, get, we, I think we gave him a little bit too much respect. Yeah, and you know they 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 played decent. They didn't look like they did. Yeah, they were good. They, they were good but I think it was more because we allowed it. Yeah, and it's kind of what we expected as well, given their form, that um, they'd be... And, and from what Steve Evans said pretty much, where he's like, oh, yeah, they're... And, and you know, part of that's bluster and setting, uh, managing expectations, mm-hmm. but he was saying, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're top half National League side, really, is their standard, and they're a division below that on merit, but they won't be for yeah. long. So, yeah, yeah. yeah um, and certainly the, set, the, the end of the first half... They were creating the better chances and having the better of the game, and yeah. halftime came at a good time for us. And uh, it exactly. sounded like there was a bit of a tongue lashing, and everyone came out the second half saying, "Look, we're a League Two side. Let's show it." We showed it for a quarter yeah, of an hour, and then sure. we could uh, coast the rest of it. Yeah. So again, again, I disagree with ninety percent of the reactions I've seen from fans on Twitter, where they're like, "Oh, what a second half! It weren't a great second half." We had a really, 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 really good 10 minutes after half-time. We were on top, more or less, from kickoff, And then... And then we, obviously, we go 3-0 up. We'll talk about the goals in a little bit more depth soon because there they were three very good goals. But as soon as we... It's, it's, it's almost like, right, 3-0 up on the hour mark. Let's just sit back. Even if they grab one back... They're not scoring any. They're not scoring free. So let's just soak up the pressure. We don't really have to try. It's a training game now. And it really disappoints me when teams play like that because we scored three goals in five minutes. They have got some handy players. They could they could have hurt us. I know it's unlikely that they're going to score three, but I don't want it to go to 3-2. I don't want it to go to 3-1. I want it to go to 6-0. Six, six or five nil. That's where we should be looking. So I was just a little bit disappointed with the with the fact the fact that we just took our foot off the gas. It's understandable. But it's disappointing. We saw it out, so it doesn't really matter. But it's just not. I think we took, just took our foot off the gas too much. I don't mind the idea of it's it's in the bag now. So maybe we ease off. But I just thought I thought the manner in which we did it was just disappointing. And I'm probably in the in the uh, you know minority, well, I'm clearly in the minority for that, but it was just a bit more, it's it just disappointing for me. I'm kind of with you. When you see your side playing well and coming forward and looking great, you don't want to see them sit back and contain. You want to see them keep swashbuckling, and you know maybe that ends yeah. up in some ridiculous Kevin Keegan style scorelines, but it's still entertaining, particularly if yeah. you stay on the right side of the winning line. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. Whatever. Um, so let's talk about the goals. <laughs> uh, so we we came out and we were we were clearly we were we clearly came out better than we'd been in the first half. But 
I think again the first sort of couple of minutes, the first few minutes, five minutes even. Well, he scored four minutes in, but the first couple of minutes, very even. I thought it was very sort of end to end at that point. But then the ball breaks free and it's cut into Norris, who just passes it into the the bottom right corner, um, and then runs off to the the Stevenage fans. And I swear to God, I've I I, I just thought he's gonna slap Farley. He didn't. <laughs> Which which That's is fine. The way mate. that Farley was, the way Farley was just sort of bent over, and the way he just sort of he, he sort of fist pumped. It just looked like he was going to slap him. I was like, oh, I can't believe I'm going to see this. Um, obviously, it didn't. But I was like, Jesus Christ! Um, terrific goal, wasn't it? It was just the the, the, the the two touches from Norris to release Reed were absolutely beautiful, and then yeah. Reed belied all my expectations. Jamie Reed. Read with an eye, belied all my expectations, yeah. and actually found a teammate pulling it back to Norris on the edge of the box. He very calmly yeah. stroked it home, and then you could see from the celebrations how much it meant to him. Because you know we've talked about his <laughs> frustrations recently, so to yeah. set up the assist to himself and then to finish it like that was it was like a cork out of a bottle moment for him. It really was, yeah. And you saw it with the uh, second goal as as well. Which do you know what? I'm going to have to go and have a look at it because I can't remember it. It was a cross in from... Uh, and he's headed it, isn't it? James, it? Right in front of the yeah, goalkeeper. It was a cross right? in from James Wilding, basically in the corner quadrant. He was right on the byline and he whipped it in beautifully. And yeah, Norris headed it in from the centre of the six-yard box, maybe three or four yards out. Powerful, confident header, exactly what you want to see from a striker in those positions and exactly what we've been uh, missing yeah. from attacks in yeah, those it, positions recently. Yeah, no, exa- exactly right. I've I've just found it. Yeah, so the the ball the ball's played in, and it's exactly where you want it to go. It's the perfect position. So I complained I complained about this the other day, where it might have been during the actual game in the first half, where we've put we've we've put a free kick or something in the exact spot, right on the edge of the six yard box, right at centre of goal, and absolutely nobody's attacked it. Actually, I'll tell you what it was. It was England. Uh, we had a free kick. Norris. Uh, uh, Luke Shaw has whipped it in right to where Norris heads the ball in on uh, Saturday and no one attacked it but Norris did on Saturday perfect position um, to do so um, and obviously then he's gone on and set up um, set up Jamie's Reed goal Jamie Reed's goal so I mean the whole move the whole movement for that goal is fantastic so uh, Max Clark's on the left he flicks the ball in field to Norris who um slots it free for Jamie Reed, who's got so much to do still on the edge of the left side of the corner of the box. He cuts inside the right the right centre back and then just bends it top right corner. Um and it's Kings in from about the next ten minutes, five, ten minutes, just looks shell shocked. Um just completely knocked their confidence. They brought themselves back into the game, like I said, because we very much sat off it. I thought we were brilliant until that. I think that that period of football just fantastic, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it was good, and you know maybe it, it's easy for us to ask for a lot lots of attacking <laughs> once you three in a lot, but they've got to think about the rest of the season and keeping people fit, I guess as well. You know, we lost TBC yeah, injured early in this one, and uh, as we said many a time, the squad's pretty thin, so uh, yeah. You've got to protect yeah. yourselves to a bit, and maybe a bit of contain does that. Man City yeah. have just been drawn at Chelsea in the third round, which will uh, yeah, I've seen that. have all the thighs getting stroked at the FA headquarters. Yeah, 
What a boring fucking tire that is. <laughs> yeah, but you know fi- it's going to be one of the TV ones. Yeah, we're gonna we're ball fifty five. So fifty six yes. and fifty seven have just come out in succession. Ball and Woods. Forty seven is at Accrington. It's just like bingo, isn't it? You go, oh, we well, really one, one lower than that. God damn it! Come on. Yeah, it's really good draw for Accrington. That. Bournemouth are a, a pretty decent side though for non-league, so that's a good one. Right, Spurs. Yeah. Oh, that, I'd, I'd like this to be us. It's not. It's fifty-two. Oh, Portsmouth. Oh, that's the Harry Redknapp derby. <laughs> the Jermaine Brown Defoe envelope, derby. Local. Talking about derby, they've just come out against fifty Barnsley. Oh, that's a shit game. That is bloody hell. <laughs> Welcoming Derby back to the Lamics would have been quite good fun, Ball. given how we treated them the first time. Yeah, it went Ball 11, Cardiff versus Leeds. Oh, like, spicy one. That's, that's a good game, that. Seven. Who's seven? Brentford. Brentford versus 42. Don't know who that oh, is. The ultimate answer. West, West Ham. Meh. Good game. Good London Derby, that. One. I just saw one. 55 at the bottom of the bowl face down, so I knew that one Born, was close. Bournemouth. 10. 10. Burnley. Burnley. Yeah, Battle God, of the Boring Beaches. Shit in the bed. Which is on, top, on brand since we were just talking about the pizza cup. <laughs> 13. Coventry, I'm lucky Cov- for some. Oh, I think I had an horrible feeling then. Um, Coventry versus <laughs> Wrexham. I, I thought we were going to have the Matt Godden derby. Um, I've got to drive past both those two on Thursday. Boo. <laughs> 28, Norwich. Oh, please don't. I'll give us Norwich. I've been oh, to Norwich before. That was quite good fun. James Ball scored from like 30 yards and then we were crap. You know what? Norwich, is, Norwich is quite a nice city. It's just bloody horrible to drive to. <laughs> yeah. Three, Villa. <laughs> just keeps going That's, north. You know what, I'd, I'd love to go to Villa Park. Probably. It's well, us. Oh, that is a draw, that. Oh, Villa, Villa away. There we go, boys. Villa away. Let's, let's sack off the uh, the rest of the uh, draw. I'm not asked about the rest. Oh, Luton. Hang on. Who have they got? Luton. Wigan. Wigan. <laughs> oh, Wigan. Wigan Bear. won there 2-1 earlier in the season. After going 1-0 down. I was there. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, well, you, you were optimizing it up. I was, yeah. So, oh, that, I like that. Villa versus Stevenage. Oh, oh! How do you feel about the draw, my mate? dad, who grew up in Wolverhampton? That's that screams to me: go and stay overnight at my dad's house and go just go to the football. Um, yeah, see when the draw is. Sorry, when the <laughs> it'll be. Uh, it's the be. weekend of the sixth. Alright, so early Feb, early Jan. Early January. It's always always first weekend in January, isn't it? FA Cup, third round. Mm. Oh, lovely. Absolutely beautiful, that. I'm well happy with that draw. That is quality. A Villa Park is such a ground. It's like proper FA Cup ground for me. Beautiful. Uh, right, well... Um, oh, hang on. Let's, uh, we, we do predictions on stuff, don't we? We've got to fill some of this in. And then we've got some a prediction to do for. Ch- have we got have we got a Tuesday game coming up? I forget. Barrow on Friday's the next one. Fri- Friday and then Saturday. Because neither of us can go, and we're annoyed by it. I am 
fucking steaming, yeah. Fuck Sky Sports. Fuck them dead. Um, right, <laughs> I couldn't go on Saturday either, so. So we, so we won that, so nobody gets points. Nope. Uh, I had too little Pen- faith for both of the two games recently, for which I apologise. Jay said we'd win one... Well, Jay said we'd win on pen, so we'll give him a point. Uh, oh, that's then... more than he deserves. <laughs> Uh, getting Kings Lynn. Um, I said four one, so I get a point. You said, well, I said one four, so I, so I get a point. You said one two, so you get a point. And then Jay said two nil, nil two, so he gets a point. Um, you were closest, Jay, but it doesn't help you. No, not really. Right, Barrow, Barrow. Uh, I'm going to go with two nil, a two nil win against Barrow. Brave. Uh, 1-0. One 1-0. Nil. One nil. Cool. Okay, we'll get Jays later. We might. Um, well, there we have it. Another episode in the books. Um, thank you, Patrick, for joining me. And That's quite all right. One last thing to finish on, if I may. Eight balls left in and Sheffield Wednesday still haven't come out and all the clubs that could play a pitch. There they are, they're at home. Levels up again, and it's in! Graziani! And in the flick, and Barham is in! Grosinho, bursting from midfield, it's Grosinho! Well, if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it! An Old Trafford cracker in front of the Stratford end! What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNugget's share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.